Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steven Sesnick, and I am joined, as usual, by Carlos Ramirez. How you doing, guys? What's going on, Carlos? How are you doing this week? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I uh, did some family stuff this weekend, uh, quinceanera for my little sister, which was really fun. I found out two days beforehand that I had to like plan it all, so <laughs> that was really fun. But uh, but no, it was an exciting time with my family uh, down in South Florida, so that was fun. Well, I'm glad you had fun doing family things. I went and slogged it out at a at a hyperspace trial in Atlanta. So <laughs> how'd that go? Uh, and yeah, it was, it was a so-so day, three and three. But it was it was just yeah, it was a weird day. But <laughs> I won't get too deep into that. Um, all right, and joining us today, we got a couple of special guests on. Um, we got uh, Chad, hopefully and Chris Chico Brown from the Campaign Against Cancer, and um, really appreciate you guys coming on. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm glad to be on another podcast. Yeah, yet, <laughs> yet another one. How many does this make for you, Chico? I, I, I think you've probably lost count, haven't you? Uh, gotta be double digits by now. Yeah. <laughs> this might make it double digits. This, yeah, we're, we're, we're hitting 10, okay. <laughs> um, all right, so we want to do uh, talk about the campaign against cancer, and I've talked about it on this podcast before because I host the one of the campaign against cancer events in Jacksonville, Florida, and um, it's it's just a fantastic event. Um, it, one, it's a really fun day of X-wing, which I think is the first thing everybody needs to understand is that it's not a normal tournament. Um, you don't have to be like a super competitive player. This is for everybody, and um, everybody always has a really great time. Last year when we ran it. For our first year, um, you know, everybody was just kind of raving about it afterwards of how much fun they had, um, just because it's a very loose event and um, it's got a very interesting format. Um, so, uh, how did this get started? Uh, where, where did you guys start with this? You know, what was the what was the impetus? <laughs> All right, so um, the it started in so six. This will be our sixth year, so it was 2014. Then uh, would have been our first year doing it, and. Uh, it just came out of my desire to do something like this. I was at that time working with the American Cancer Society running uh, running tech for their Relay for Life and decided, hey, you know, it's, you know, I really love playing this X-Wing game. I loved uh, competing and going to different events. Never did well, um, but enjoyed going, enjoyed the community. And so... I figured, you know what? I'll I'll try to do uh, a little uh, a little charity event, uh, raise some money for Relay and uh, the ACS, and you know, just kind of started putting it together. And I reached out to a few people uh, to just help me do it right. Um, I, if I was going to do an event, I wanted to do it right. I wanted it to be something that people really enjoyed coming to. Uh, raising money was always sort of my secondary. Op, uh, my secondary priority. Uh, my first one was, you know, create an event that people will want to be a part of and enjoy, um, especially people like me who never did well at events. <laughs> um, so we started off, and first person I think I asked was uh, Pascal. Uh, I had just uh, I had just met Pascal in Chicago. I was up there for some work training. You know, put out an internet ad. Hey, who wants to play X Wing? And he responded. Creepy as I'll get out. We met up. We played some X-Wings. Great. We got to know each other, got along, um, and then went our separate ways. Um, 
but I knew that if we were going to actually have an event, we should have some people involved with it that sort of could do the things that I couldn't do. Um, and he was a graphic designer. I said, hey, would you mind maybe doing up some logos for this um, if you're interested? And, and he was, so he was like, sure. Uh, reached out to a couple of local guys uh, in South Bend here that knew uh, that knew about games. One was one of the original beta testers for X-Wing, uh, Anthony uh, Lillig out of Indianapolis. Um, asked him, said, hey, you know, you know this game better than I do. Help me create an event that um, that would be uh, that would appeal to you know the more hardcore X-wing gamers. Um, another guy named Kevin Kucharski, who was just a, a, an avid gamer of all sorts of games and had done many different tournaments. And I asked him, and so that was those were the first three that I had asked to sort of help me come up with you know a a just a format and an event that would be uh have some mass appeal to it and then i went to uh, an event in fort wayne just a just a, a like a little store championship or something um i think there's maybe 12 of us there and uh i met this guy chris and don't think we played each other in the tournament or no we? We, we we played after uh after the event was done uh, and I won that event, and you were sticking around. I uh, grabbed lunch, and then we we played a game and chit chatted from there. Yeah, and and you destroyed me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we chit chatted, and, and hey, you know, he seemed like a really nice guy. Didn't think much beyond that until I went home. I started really sort of trying to flush out this event, and and I thought of Chris, and I'm like, you know what? I reached out to him, and I said, hey, I'm doing this event. Would you mind coming on in, in an advisory capacity really just as that guy? And, and, and I kid you not, the whole point of it was to come up with, to find somebody that didn't know me and felt comfortable telling me that I was full of shit, if I was. <laughs> That's always good to have. <laughs> and and that, was, that was real. I'm like, you know, you know the game, you have a passion for it, you appreciate it. If I'm going all sorts of wrong here, you don't know me from Adam, or at least not very well, you can tell me that I'm all wrong and not have to worry about hurting my feelings or anything like that. So that was my original intent with bringing Chris on. And you never then, told me uh, I was allowed to do that. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, now that I know this, right. everything changes. <laughs> now that weekend at Celebration is going to be real fun, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's just yeah. shaping up real nice. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so, you know, the, one of the first things we started doing was trying to figure out, I had, I wanted to run an alternative format for it. Um, cause I, I had been through, you know, regionals, you know, and, and, you know, store championships and all sorts of stuff. And I wanted to do an alternative format that would, that wouldn't punish people for being good, but it wouldn't, you know, crush people for being bad either. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I was, I, I'm always in the lower 20%. I have frequently been last at certain tournaments, <laughs> um, so I so I wanted to I wanted those guys the, those those are my people I wanted them to feel okay coming too so I wanted to run this alternative format, and sort of came up with this pod format where, you know in essence you know you play three rounds of, in random groups of eight you know three rounds of Swiss and that becomes sort of a qualifying round, um, and then you have lunch break and then you break up and you repair after lunch and play against people that did similarly to you in the first half. Um, that way, 
you're not you're not going into the end of the day with just just being crushed. You could lose three and still win, you know, something at the end. Yeah. Um, against the other people that lost, you know, three. Uh, so that was that was the idea. Uh, we started looking for tournament software and couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Um, nothing would would do a format like this. And oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and so in discussing this with Kevin and Anthony and, and Chris and Pascal, Chris opens his mouth. Now, Chris, remember, this was all, all him, who what said, oh. <laughs> why did I do this? <laughs> He's like, you know what? You know, I do you know what I do as, as a day job? And I said, I honestly have no clue. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm a programmer. I think we can write the software to do this. I said, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, all right, we're, we'll, we'll try it. And so he, he, started, he started working away at what eventually became Cryodex. And uh, so he came up with some, some stuff. And then Anthony would do a lot of testing in, in India. I'd do some testing up here. Um, once we got it to somewhat playable, um, we, were, we were going through some store championships and regionals that would try it out. And so we, we'd sort of run it us alongside the pen and paper stuff um, just to see, see how well it did. And, and each version got a little bit better and a little bit more solid. And eventually, it, you know, he had it worked out to where that's what we used on the very first CAC hmm. um, was, was the Cryodex software version, you know, 0 0.9 maybe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> when did uh, then, when did Cryodex actually come out exactly? Was that that was uh, early 2014 or? Well, yeah. So uh, we, we had we had a store championship in January of 2014 that uh, it, it was the first event it, it ever ran, and I I, I was still coding it uh, in in McDonald's on their Wi-Fi uh, b because we, we we didn't realize the place we were going was in a different time zone so we got there an hour before the place even opened uh, oh, this so, was so the I'm Michigan there. City one yeah so, area, so I'm yeah. I, I'm like in McDonald's like slamming out some stuff uh, and you know we we ran it there it had some quirks because back then the pairing was ridiculous because you had the the whole you know, first place in your point group has yeah. to play the last place in your point group unless there's an odd number and it goes here. Mm -hmm. And like, it was it was like calculus back then. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So we we did that one, and then the the first big tournament it it, it ran was was CAC. Yeah. And th there were a few bumps there, but, <laughs> but like it crashed in this lunch. <laughs> <laughs> eh, depending upon what you mean by crash, I I still say it was user error. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't deny that, you know, like five years later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, so, yeah so we ran the first half and we kept paper records as well. You know, uh, we printed out pairings, wrote down scores and everything. And then at lunch, something happened. And it, whether it was my fault or, you know, not, uh, something happened. It became unusable. Mm -hmm. And so we had to, during lunch, basically restart everything repair everybody put everybody in the right back in the right groups and then rerun the the first three matches with all 40 people 
and and simulate all of that yeah. and then and then go uh, be ready for the second half of the day. Yeah, Thankfully, nobody else knew it break. except for me yeah. and Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like Gen Con that one year where it was a two hour oh, uh, break. Oh, trying no. to fix Tome no. in the second round. Yeah. That was no, the God, no. Yeah. Um, no, the reason uh, the reason I asked about the timing is because I, I, I played in the Florida regional in June of that year. And I want to say they were using Cryodex at that tournament. Um, that I, I that never... sounds about right, because uh, uh, right after the CAC what was when I had my first knee surgery, and that that's when you know laying in bed high on Vicodin, I'm I'm sitting there you know making this better because a lot of people told me is like this is actually really good, it's yeah. like you need to package this up and get it out for general use. Uh, so that's when we started doing that, and it, it was probably tail end of May was was when uh roy scales who, who did the the website a few maneuvers uh said said you need a name for this i think you should call it cryodex and i was like well i got some other ideas and he, he put a poll up and, and of course that. got all his friends to vote for his idea yeah i'm course. sure so so yeah that, that, that's when it really in, got its start in classic internet polling fashion uh yeah, yeah. right I, i'm I, i'm surprised it wasn't called you know Tournament software, yeah. Mick software face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Roy's software. Yeah, yeah, right. Wait, so if you would have been able to name your baby, what would it have been? It, it was some dumb acronym. I, I don't even remember what it was. Nor do I probably want to. Yeah. but it was it was real dumb. I, I was I was big into acronyms back then. Yeah, Pro- programmers are never good at naming things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just I remember I was at that tournament and uh, we got there in the beginning of the day and, and he's he's uh, you know taking everybody's sheets and signups and stuff and getting them put in and um, he's I, he was taking the sheets and he's like oh I'm waiting for this uh, for the software or whatever because you know this is you know the store didn't have Wi-Fi or whatever so we had no internet access and apparently like somebody was bringing a copy of Cryodex like on a thumb drive to him. <laughs> and he like showed you know this guy comes like running in like 20 minutes before the tournament with the, with the thumb drive and and uh you know so he the to i just remember the to being very happy that he didn't have to do everything by hand but um mm-hmm. but yeah it was just uh it was just kind of an interesting event but um so the how many events are going on this year in 2019 i, I know this has been growing and growing and growing you started with the first event in south bend and how many are you up to this year uh, we're up to 30 locations <clears throat> this year. Um, so, yeah, that's the it's it's grown well. Um, Almost more locations year, than we had people the first year, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, that's crazy. I've never thought about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. The first year we had 39 people show up and uh, now we're at 30 locations. Last year we had about a thousand people show up. Nice. If uh, wow. if trends if trends continue we should be hitting around 1200 this year. Mm-hmm. However, I kind of expect this to be a little bit of an off year with with the with the transition to to 2.0 over the last year. Um it there's been a flux and a change and a yeah. sort of a shift in the community. Yeah. Um so I think that there's a lot of a lot of old school players that maybe stepped away and a lot of younger or not necessarily younger but newer uh players that have gotten more excited about it but aren't as familiar with the CAC. Yeah. Yeah. I found, um, events in general. Cause I, I run the local events here in Jacksonville and, um, you know, we've been, we, it, when 2.0 first came out, it was definitely a, a pretty strong drop off. We, you know, we were hitting probably 16 players at like a normal, like, you know, weekend kit tournament thing. 
and we were down to like eight you know after two point two point zero. and um now we're kind of growing up again we're, we're we're getting back up towards 12 so um it's good to see things i think kind of sort of starting to come back uh, part of it i think is way three there's a lot of people who were like so excited about the uh, republican separatists that they were like holding off you know until wave three came out because that was where they really wanted to jump in um so that's that's part of it too but yeah hopefully yeah i mean it's a bit of a lull year i know it's it's kind of tough for us too here in um florida because of the uh, uh because of the system open in atlanta the next weekend um yeah and i think that's you know a lot, a lot so many people are planning to go to that that's primary reason i uh, with my family you know schedule i just cannot make two tournaments yeah. in a row so unfortunately uh, yeah i'm going to the system open the following week which just sucks because I, I love the event last year so i wish i, I wish i could have made it back this year yeah yeah that's that's not necessarily you know an uncommon story um that's 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 the tough part especially because you know we were we were scheduled to release you know all of our locations and we had a few people that had said we definitely went in we just were trying to we're trying to make you know make it happen with the location Mm-hmm. And so we are like, all right, well, we'll hold off a week. Um, and then during that week that we held off, then FFG announces their whole their whole gamut of hyperspace. Yeah. And 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 that's where, you know, I was, you know, it just it just you know, that that whole sinking feeling of, you know, your spirit being crushed. Yeah, <laughs> because there you know, there's there's certain things we it's it's hard to arrange something like this. Um, the way we do, I mean, we do it intentionally. Um, we, we want this to be a community event and not, you know, just like, a, a, a oh, this is just another, you know, series of tournaments that, mm-hmm. that they're in the community or that are roaming around the country or the nation or the world. Or, uh, we, we do this all on one day, you know, as, as, as a, as a show of unity, as a show of, you know, this is, this is what our community can do and wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that gets tougher to to schedule each year because you try to avoid things. You know, I'm in the Midwest. <clears throat> we have to avoid Adepticon. Yeah. You know, we all ninety nine percent of our locations are game shops, so we have to avoid Magic uh, pre release weekends. Yeah. Yep. Or well, that was, you know, that was that was the concern for our local shop when I told them the original date. They're like, well, we don't know when the Magic pre release is yet. And I'm like, right. Well. <laughs> right. Uh, and so. We, we have to avoid that because that's a big money maker for yeah. for shops and as much an as an international tabletop day always ruined us yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that yeah that did one year but uh it was uh they announced like uh like maybe like six weeks out what day it was and it was on our day and we had one we had one site like try to drop us uh. <laughs> really <laughs> you agreed us. to us months ago yeah. and you know now you're just like you know, ITT comes up and you're done with us. <laughs> so we ended up, I think, moving, finding a location because they said they could host us, but they could only do like 12 people at the most. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we've already got like 25 signed up. <laughs> so we ended up having to find a, a, a different different site. But yeah, I mean, ITT's um, something that we or uh, International Tabletop Day. So yeah, ITT Day yeah. is something that we have to try to avoid and. And then there's, you know, anything else that, that saps or takes, takes away from the community that, that just, you know, pulls in all their local groups. Mm-hmm. So it becomes, it becomes tough. Yeah. FFG, we, we've tried to not, you know, 
conflict with them. Um, I usually talk to them in the in the fall, um, or you know, even even starting talking at, at Gen Con, and they'll sort of give me a window. Um, and so this the the window we talked about obviously didn't end up being. Uh, applicable this year and so that was that was part of my frustration is that i i planned all of this in this window that we had discussed and then they had they had so much transition that the people i arranged with weren't even there anymore and then they you know then they had this whole new schedule that i I wasn't aware of Mm -hmm. so that was that was some of our frustration and it becomes harder every year especially as we grow well, and it seems like there's so many more, um, just the way that they're scheduling stuff as, uh, they're filling the year more than, uh, than they used to. And, um, there's, you know, between system opens, which there was more of than there've ever been and hyperspace trials, which there's more of than there were of regionals. And they're doing two seasons of that. And then, you know, it's supposedly bringing store champs back. Like there's this, they're filling, like seem to be filling in all the cracks of the year, but. <laughs> uh, well, another crazy thing I just noticed too, is I saw that you guys are doing international locations this year. Is this the first time you're doing international? This is our second year. So last year we had, uh, we had uh, a location in Australia. The, uh, the, we played in Weong or I know I'm not saying that right, but uh, (laughs) uh, we played in in New South Wales last year um, as our first time. And and that was great. That went really well. Um, So they're they're doing another one. It's uh, I think it's a it's a little bit south of our last location in a new store. Um, But so they're doing that. And then we now have another Australian site. So that's on the East Coast. We now have Perth on the West Coast. Uh, which is which is um, which will which will be a new site, and then we've got uh, a site in Germany. Oh, nice! Which awesome. is very cool. That's our that's also a first, but it's run by two guys that um, are in the military. Uh, one of whom I think started uh, started our uh, Boise or our Idaho location. Um, so he's the guy that's running Germany. Is new to Germany but not new to the CAC. So he's, he's done this before. Okay. And then that's Ryan. And then Evan, I think Evan's played in one before, but I could be wrong. I knew, I know he sent us painted ships in the past for prizes. Mm. Um, so but, what are, um, I know you've been doing this for six years now. Um, you guys got to have some, some kind of fun moments or, or maybe even just story, uh, stories from other stories that you've heard through doing this. Uh, you know, what's just some kind of cool things that have happened over the years at the CAC? Uh, I mean, for me, the, the, the two things that, that, that strike me uh, initially uh, both come from the first year, which, um, which is, as we mentioned earlier, the, the having to redo everything during the lunch break. Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of theater work, and, and my, my saying in theater is that if everything goes right, you never get any good stories. Yeah. And so it's always when something goes wrong, you're desperately trying to fix it, and then you pull it off, and nobody knows that something was wrong. That's that's always one of my proud, some of my proudest yeah. moments. Yeah, is, I, I work uh, in television, so I understand the feeling. See, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, though that that always made me proud um, that we were able to 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 get that. Um, and then the the other one came from uh, one of our. Uh, one of our Chicago players that had come down, he doesn't play in the scene anymore, um, which kind of sucks. He's a good guy. Um, 
he he came down and did this first first year event with us and afterwards i had sort of done um some some comments that or i'd done a like a poll just to say hey you know tell me how i did on this you know this was my first real event that i've run in the x-wing community and uh, this guy responded with you know i've played at every level of store championships regionals and worlds and this is the best run event i've ever been a part of and to me that was that was huge that made me feel very very good um and you know really that was that that's what i took away from that and let me know that you know i could continue doing stuff yeah so uh so chico i'm curious you know when you first wrote cryodex and obviously you wrote it for cac um what did you ever think it would kind of end up becoming the de facto like x-wing to program out there no uh <laughs> though though at the time there there wasn't a whole lot of anything that there was like one other uh piece of software that that was out there that i looked at uh but it it it, it struggled uh so yeah when when we got done with the cac you know we 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 started looking at this and i uh, you know it 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 ran fairly well I was like, "Hey, with with a few improvements, you know, pe people could actually use this, and and it could be, you know, super helpful to people." Because you know, I didn't realize just how many groups out there were just running on like pencil and paper or yeah. a, you know, yep. slapped together Excel spreadsheet, and, and and I'm like, "What is going on? This is this is 2014. <laughs> like, <laughs> how is how is there not something?" Actually, Carlos, uh, do you want to explain to Chico our uh, our pencil and paper incident? Oh my gosh! Yeah, so our, one of a, for the first tournament that Steven and I met at, we played a game against each other, and we are still doing the sheets. So I this is my very first store championship, and I didn't know the difference between a modified win and a regular win. Um, oh. So yeah. Steven like apparently neither did the it, TO, so it's fine. Yeah, Steven won, but like a good amount. He just didn't kill all my ships, and I thought a modified win was when you didn't kill all the ships on the other side. So I marked him down as a modified win. He only got three points out of five. He ended up missing a cut uh, in that tournament. Uh, he still gives me shit to this day about it. Yeah, but, like right now. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy that I did that now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but it's it was, actually kind of funny. Uh, it, locally, I was the first one to literally go in and just say, there's this software out there. You guys know about this, right? Yeah. Like I, act, I was the one that brought Cryodex to a couple of my uh, TOs um, at the time just because, like you said, those kind of mistakes happen all the time. There's always like, oh, you know, the, did the math wrong or something? And, you know, it's just, it was nuts. So, um it's definitely a lifesaver in our local community when once uh, I discovered it. Yeah, we we got to the we got to the cut and the 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 TOs announcing who's in the cut and you know my name's not in the top is a top eight and I'm I'm like man it's really weird like I, like I did the math out in my head like I was kind of keeping track I was like I should have been in there and so they're starting the cut and I asked the TO I'm like hey can I take a look at the at the score sheets and stuff so I start going through and doing all the math myself. And I'm like, and I realized what happened, and I show him. I, and I felt bad because the, the guy felt super bad about it. And uh, he was the store owner also. And um, what the, the cool thing was, though, is, you know, he went into the back, and, and he gave me, like, a bunch of stuff out of, like, the 20, 2012, 2013 kits that, like, were already, like, those sh like the shield tokens from, like, like, the original shield tokens and stuff that were so hard to find. 
Um, so I ended up getting some cool swag out of it. Um, but yeah, You're welcome. Just, yeah, thank, thank you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as far as the format goes, and and maybe just any parts of the event, really, um, are there any kinds of you know uh, changes or improvements you guys are looking to make either this year or just in the future in general? Like, what, what kind of thoughts do you have for for the event? Oh, um, so. Yeah, I'm we generally speaking, we like the format still because, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, whether you do good or, or bad at the at the start, you can still you still have a chance to, you know, at least feel good about yourself at the end. It, relatively, uh, like, it's it splits the players up pretty well. So the players are doing well, probably running, you know, more competitive lists. And then everybody else is fine, fun list, you know, kind of, you know, they kind of get split up. But that's what I kind of saw at the, at the tournament that I went to, which mm-hmm. made it really fun because, you know what I mean? You got to kind of separate the crowd and you go, all right, cool. You came here to just play a fun list. Here's your group. You know, you came here to play a competitive list. Here's your group. And that kind of worked out really well that way. Hey, Chad, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll step in here while you think. Uh, now, so, <laughs> so sounds insulting, so, but go ahead. <laughs> no, but but really, like we we, we kind of have this format, and it, and it's really worked. So the the question of hey, how are you improving on it? You know, I I understand it is like uh, we're we're not we like it, uh, but we we have done done some improvements. Like uh, last year, uh, we we had a a much more like th- this is a bit of a casual event and. You know, when you divide people up after lunch, it's it's even more like casual. I mean, you've got like the 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 top like like group of eight, and maybe even the second group of eight that are like super hyper competitive. But like the the guys down lower, like the, those guys are like having a blast with with just some you know some some random list they threw together, and they're just having fun. Yeah. But then at at the the main location, at least, and I don't know if other locations do this as well. Uh, we have we have guys who put together an even more casual group that they they get together and do uh some of the the little like like one ship you know everybody throws on a table and does things uh there's there's a group that does that and then there's also a group that does like an an x-wing narrative kind of thing and they hmm. th- they put together like some some big like like D and D style thing where they're you know going into like campaigns and stuff like Heroes yeah. of the Antari cluster style things, uh, so it, so they run that off to the side, and I, I I think they're I I hope they're doing that again and you know even expanding some but I, I've heard a lot of people from my area even saying you know hey I'd I'd rather do that because they put it on so good and I know I'm not going to be in those yeah. high up groups of eight and it's like I'd rather do that yeah. so th- they're having a blast doing those things. So yeah yeah that's that's something that we do in South Bend but it, it's pretty more it's pretty much just a South Bend thing. Um, at least at, at this point, we have we we have a lot of people in this area. This is not a very competitive area. There there are probably three of us locally that have ever gone to tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've probably been to the most, um, and then you know again a couple other guys that are, that might go to Fort Wayne or Indy or or Chicago for an event, but it's pretty it's it's pretty rare to be honest. Yeah. So when 
when I was trying to get some more of my local guys in um, involved, you know, I'm like, hey, well, we can, you know, we can just do like a little thing on the side. Just join the tournament. We'll do a little a little thing on the side where you guys can just kind of sort of play your own thing. Mm -hmm. And so we, we started. I got somebody to sort of take charge of that and. Yeah, and that's what uh, they'll they'll do like a, a Heroes of the you know Atari cluster, or they'll do um, they'll do some sort of just a, a light and casual game. And these are guys that couldn't care whether they win or lose, or yeah. you know if they roll all blanks, if they roll all hits, matters not to them. Yeah, they just love to play, and 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 really do not want to play in a competitive setting yeah. at all. And so. They, you know, we we started doing that really just, you know, for those guys. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and like Chris said, it, it's it's gone well. They, we are doing it a, again this year. Um, found uh, uh, one of the guys, um, I, I think he's out of Indy. Um, at least that's where I know him from. Is it the, uh, the, the Shuttle Tidarium guys that do that? Uh, it's It's Biff. Um, Biff does that, and then along with uh, Mitch, um, Mitch is one of my local guys. Uh, mm. They sort of take on the uh, the uh, uh, the casual stuff and make that good. Yeah. So I know you guys got celebration coming up, and you guys are you you're, you got your own booth there, right? Indeed. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. Um, so what's it? I, and I know that in a lot of ways, you know, you guys you guys actually have to work somewhat with like Lucasfilm, like. How does that process work, and what's uh, what's that relationship like? It is a uh, blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I Very seems true. to be the sentiment in general with, with that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it, it's nice. It, it really is um, in the sense that you know there's so many people in the community that make things, um, uh, you know, alt art cards, uh, tokens, and everything, and. I love that we can say that when we do something, it's it's Lucas approved. Yeah. Um, it's it's either it's um, either they don't care about it, or if it is Star Wars uh, intellectual property, we've run it by them. They've said, "Yep, this is good," and, and allow us to to continue with it. Um, that's that really came uh, from a pushing from FFG. To be honest, mm -hmm. uh, we. At, during our second year of the CAC, um, as we were uh, as we were first expanding into uh, multiple locations, so our, our second year we did five locations, and the consummate uh, tournament attender Richard Sue, yeah, <laughs> uh, who shows up everywhere. We've all, we've all met Richard. Every, every single tournament. <laughs> so Richard sends me a message to say, "Hey, you know, why don't you consider doing challenge coins for your event?" And I'm like, uh, okay. I hadn't really thought about it, but also when I started doing the CAC, I never really thought about being more than just a local, yeah. a little South Bend thing. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, sure. So I looked into it, uh, worked with Pascal, the designer, and we sort of came up with something that we liked. Uh, we went through a, a challenge coin created co uh, company to create some coins, and they were really well received. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we put some effort into trying to make them good quality and, you know, the, the community really loved them. And 
the next the next worlds i was up in uh i was up in roseville and was talking to uh was in a conference room over on the um the the corporate side talking to to one of their uh one of their corporate head honcho guys uh, about doing the event about how you know how we want to you know we expanded for the first year it went really well and we'd like to keep going further and we'd really like their support and their blessing to do so and he's like all right you know this sounds great i like what you're doing um just one thing if you do anything every you you have to cover you have to cover all your ip bases you know meaning luca if you do anything yeah. with lucas you have to get their approval yeah and I'm thinking, ah, crap. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm thinking at the time. Yeah. But it's, so, go ahead. No, it's a, uh, just before we lose uh, uh, the challenge coins thing, is those were great last year. Uh, and nobody else does uh, challenge coins anymore. Uh, those are available, by the way, uh, even if you do not attend a tournament. No, 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 no. Those are um, not unless you can track down somebody who want to buy them from. <laughs> right. So that's you know that's one of the uh, one of the downsides from you know uh, working with Lucas on this is that you know they'll they'll give they'll give you know permissions, but they also give conditions with it. So one of the conditions with uh, the, our CAC challenge coin is that they can only be available on location uh, for purchase and we can never sell them online and so that means I can't do like pre-orders I can't put them up with like the tickets or the t-shirts or anything mm -hmm. um, so I nobody can pre-order it ahead of time so that I sucks see. because I have to so, front all the money yeah for, oh, to, for getting them produced so Stephen, I'm gonna uh, go drive up there then and play one round. He's already made. Say, I really have to go. <laughs> he already ordered a man. You had to buy. I know. A, I know. Had to buy a I know. <laughs> I know. Now you know. Secret out. I do buy more than the people that registered. So because a not everybody, uh, not everybody that registers wants one, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and it allows for then some other people that maybe couldn't register in time the chance to have one. So what I what I tell everybody is that you're guaranteed to to get the opportunity to buy one if you sign up by a certain date. Yeah. Because that's the that's the list that I go off of to make my order. Now I I, I do that list plus some. Um, so I will generally send more than the uh, list allowed. Uh, or the, the the list of people that had signed up at that time. So that's, you know, but that's, I can't guarantee that people will get one. But that's your, your yeah. best chance to get one is to sign up as soon as possible. Yeah, and these challenge coins, for anybody who hasn't seen them, are really just absolutely gorgeous. I, I got to awesome. give uh, uh, Pascal a lot of credit on the graphic design. I'm, um, I actually was, used to be a graphic designer myself, and so I, I, I appreciate those sorts of things. And, um I just I love the, the the challenge coins. They they look fantastic. Yeah, this is you know, this is one of those those things that's hard for me as 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 a guy or as 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 sort of an organizer here to to let go of of certain things. And the first few years we did it, you know, Pascal and I would really work together. And and, and at least at the start, it was my idea that he would sort of make happen. 
And then as we've sort of gradually transitioned, um, so, it, you know, in, in the stages of growth, uh, part of it is me trying to let go of certain things. And so each year that goes by, he takes more and more ownership of it mm -hmm. to where this year, um, the sixth year, it, it was all him. Yeah. Um, it, last year, I had some design input. Uh, but again, he he's the one that actually makes it happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this year, uh, it was his his design. His he made it happen, and you know this year was all him. Yeah. And uh, so, as far as celebration goes, what do you um, you guys have the booth? What are you planning to do for the for the weekend? Um, what's what's the uh, itinerary? Well, I think Chris and I are both trying not to kill each other. <laughs> I think one. that was I'll, what we. <laughs> well, I am. I am very much specifically going to try to kill you in all the games we play. <laughs> well, please do, please do. I could definitely use another walloping. <laughs> but uh, maybe, maybe I think we've only ever actually played one game. Have we only ever played each other once? Uh, we have played twice. Have we? At okay. least. So, so is that that first time we met? And yeah. then also at that first store championship, because you were playing bloody daggers and I ripped them apart. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds appropriate. <laughs> sounds right. <laughs> I, uh, um, I I I know I know I never remember that I've ever beaten you. So maybe maybe celebration will be it. But so yeah, so we're uh, we're driving up tomorrow. Uh, my wife and I, and then Chris is coming up too. Um, and we'll 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 set up the booth and get that all squared away. Uh, Thursday morning we have a meeting with a few members of our our board uh, and St. Jude's uh, their representatives in Chicago. So we've got you know sort of a corporate meeting in the morning, and then celebration opens in the afternoon. So we're going to go in there. We're um, we're setting up. So we've got we've got a few things. One we're we've we did a. a sort of a shout out to the community uh, we did a, a call for custom painted ships and we've got i i don't i don't know i think maybe about 10 10 ships that people have sent in of custom painted from the community and we're going to put them on display in our booth uh with uh, with numbers and have attendees vote on which repaint is their favorite mm -hmm. and so we're at the end of celebration. We will tally all those up, and whoever whoever's ship won will win the display case that we're using up there. Uh, so a company out of California called Crystal Fortress they make a, acrylic display cases, and um, they they've supported the CAC with price support in the in the past. So I reached out to them. They gave us some some. Uh, acrylic cases to put up in our booth and the person whose ship wins the the voting contest will win those cases nice. and then we will give away the winning ship to one of the people that voted for it and then the other ships we will keep and use them as prize support for the cac ah, cool so you know it's 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 a you know, it's it's a threefold. One, you know, selfishly, it's to get us a few more sh custom painted ships to give away as prizes because people love getting custom painted ships. Yeah. Um, it, uh, so that that's that's one. Plus, it gives us you know, a little bit of traffic in our booth, or it's at least something interesting for people to look at. Yeah. Um, two, it gives the some of the, the the custom painters a little bit of recognition to to get their to get their ships shown off in front of sixty, seventy thousand attendees. 
that'll be milling by and looking around. Um, so that's that's really nice. It gives Crystal Fortress a little bit of promo for supporting us. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's that's one of the things that, that we've got going on. Then the other thing is two years ago, maybe it was three, but I think it was two years ago, we did fuzzy X-Wing dice. Everybody so loves those. The, the <laughs> ones that hang on your rear view mirror, we did one, one attack die and one defense die. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. still hanging in my car from the first year we did them. Um, so we got, got permission from FFG to do a run of those and uh, did that. And they were really popular. So we did uh, twice as many this year. Oh, nice. Um, and got their blessing for that. So we'll be sending custom fuzzy X-Wing dice as prize support to each of our locations. Um, and then we are giving away uh, five of them at Celebration. Oh, cool. So we're going to put those on display as well. Uh, people will be able to register to win uh, a drawing for the dice. And for those, we'll, uh, we'll have a box out there. They'll be able to, to put their info in. We'll draw one name a day. And the registration that you put in is only good for that day. So if you want to register for other days, you have to come back by. Um, so that's, uh, that's, our, uh, that's another thing that we're doing to yeah. give away. Uh, we've got guys... some buttons. We've got some signage. Uh, we're happy to... Uh, we're, we're excited to be able to show off some of the people that support us. And, and give their names out there a bit. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And then the other thing is just we're going to be playing games. Yeah. X-Wing, Legion, uh, Armada, probably mostly X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, doing demos for uh, attendees. I've been, there's a, um, there are some celebration groups that I'm a part of on Facebook, and I've been telling them what they're doing, and they're excited. They want us to swing by. Um, we're not we're not able to to compete with with some of the the bigger events that FFG might be putting on in their booth, um, but at least if people want to come by, a very casual game, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll play a game with you, or yeah. you know, explain how the game works for the Star Wars fans that maybe aren't aren't big into games or aren't familiar with it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was funny. I mean, I know um, I grew up a, a huge Star Wars fan, and um, but I was a pretty I was a late comer to. Uh, the the tabletop gaming world in general and x-wing was actually really the first tabletop game i played um extensively Um, mine mine too as far as like a minis game yeah um you know i i I had i had a group of friends that were really into stuff like they go back to like the star wars ccg days in like the 90s and and they were like huge into that kind of stuff and um they were always kind of harping on me to try to get me to play stuff like this and uh you know x-wing came out and they got you know they got they got me into it. They got me to play it in a you know kitchen table game, and uh, I was like, oh okay, this is this is pretty fun. And uh, then they f- harped on me some more and kept working on me. And they finally got me to go out to some tournaments, and that and then I just got just super hooked from there. So I always think it's it's great to get these demo games out to the to kind of especially where you can target it, like at this at a place like Celebration with these with so many Star Wars fans there. I think there's a ton of people there who probably have no idea like how much they would really like a tabletop miniature game like x-wing until Mm. they until they try it um you know just from a star wars fan perspective being able to put the actual ships on the table play with them use them like that um is uh, is a really cool thing so uh yeah i think it's a it's a great place to to kind of get more that more that word out just for the community in general 
yeah, I'm 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 excited about that. Um, just trying to to engage the community a bit and yeah, just just talk. I mean, yeah. talk with other fans. Uh, one of the other things we're going to be doing that um, we'll take turns doing uh, throughout the the five days that we're up there. Uh, we'll do some painting demos. So there's you know so many people um, that that are, you know enjoy the the custom ship paints. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the best painter in the world. I I'm I'm okay, but I'm not great. Um, Chris, I don't know if you're you're better than me or on par or where you where you're at. But I, 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 Luke keeps telling me I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Luke is Luke is kind of the master painter in our group, and yeah. he is a he's got a new baby coming and has got you know just he, his life is just uh, full right now, and he yeah. couldn't join us for this. Um, but uh, we we do have some other um, painters from the community that'll be stopping by the booth and, and helping out and doing some demos. Saturday and Sunday, we're we're planning on doing a uh, uh, a, a little mini uh, paint and take. Um, so those of us that have some extra Tie Fighters are giving them up so that uh, we can have you know a couple sessions of you know ten people come by and sign up and. You know, yeah, just come by. We'll walk you through doing some painting, you know, for a couple hours. And, you know, we'll do that with our booth and, you know, just try to engage the crowd a little bit and mm-hmm. get get some more people. And also, you know, talk about our connection with, with St. Jude and yeah. uh, what we're trying to do for them. And they've given us some swag to hand out. Very nice. And we've got uh, Twin Sons Charities buttons. Oh, there you go. That I'm excited for. <laughs> all right so um on that note i think we're going to take a quick break and uh talk to the florida news desk real quick and then we will come back and uh just talk a little bit general x-wing talk with the uh, with uh, chad and chico here all right we'll be back This week in Florida, a man referring to himself as the saint was arrested in a Florida town on Sunday after police say he screamed obscenities and threatened to unleash an army of turtles to destroy the community. Police received multiple calls Sunday afternoon regarding Thomas Devaney Lane, 61, for disturbing the peace at several businesses along the Wavecrest Avenue boardwalk in Indy Atlantic. Upon his arrest, Lane is said to have warned officers that his turtle army will destroy everyone and wreak havoc on the local area as revenge for his apprehension. Authorities escorted him back to the Indy Atlantic Police Department headquarters, where Lane reportedly pounded on the glass and walls before hastily exiting the station before a booking officer could speak to him. He was later found in his car in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven where eyewitnesses say the 61-year-old was cursing at customers as they entered and left the store. As police approached him for the second time, Lane dialed 911 and allegedly told the operator that the responding officers needed to leave now or you will all be sorry you fucked with the saint. Then he added they would all see what happens in an hour. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of our episode. And uh, we still have Chad and Chico here from the Campaign Against Cancer. And um, we're going to just talk a little, you know, normal X-Wing stuff uh, now and see what else is going on in the world. Um, one thing I did want to talk to you, uh, I do want to talk to Chico while we have him here because um, he's, if you don't know, you know, Chico is one of the judging Illuminati, um, <laughs> as it's been dubbed. And uh, but but mainly you're known for uh, judging at Worlds, right, Chico? Uh, yeah, Worlds, I've done Gen Con, uh, a couple System Opens, Origins, uh, it, every level I haven't played in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
<laughs> what's uh do you still do any like local events or are you really just like from a toing standpoint are you just doing like the really big stuff now uh so so local events are are, are a little weird my uh my my actual local store doesn't let me judge <laughs> uh, i i can't for the life of me explain why but i uh, <laughs> When when store champions come out, uh, store championships, uh, we we try to get some of the the lesser uh, X wing popular stores to to pick up kits for that, and I'll I'll go and judge at all those. Uh, but yeah, so so I do a few of those. Uh, I, every every regionals I go to ends up being just a a dumpster fire trying to get ready because like some store owner goes yeah sure I think I can judge it all on my own yeah so I I, I spend like weeks trying to convince them to let me but they never yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> so sort of to sort answer of? your question yeah <laughs> um like uh, so I you know when you go to these events or like the some of the stuff that you don't judge you know what are uh, what what's the biggest uh, like pet peeves you have or or what are some even good ideas you've seen that 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 you'd like to incorporate and do yourself? Uh, the the biggest pet peeves I have are are when I go to an event and nobody knows the answers to any questions going <laughs> in. Yeah. Uh, and I I feel like every everyone that I go to uh, outside of of Chicago, like sh- Chicago, always knocks it out of the park. Those guys yeah. do a great job. Uh, but every other one, I have to like yell and nag at these people ahead of time, going, "Hey, have you thought about some of these rules?" And it it just happened with the uh, the Ohio one, and I was asking them like the week ahead of time, "Have you guys done anything?" It's like, <laughs> "What's happening with these?" And they're like, "Oh, what questions do you have?" And I'm sitting there thinking, "How much time do you have?" Yeah. <laughs> like, and I I wrote a book oh, and God. and sent it over to him, and bless his heart, he replied back with answers. Uh, now, like one. Like he didn't take the, the the preemptive like measures to go out and do this himself, and you know have the time to to do it. I, I really wish he would have, because then people can know ahead of time, and that's that, that's one thing I'm always pushing for. Uh, but then like he he put out his answers, and I disagreed with some of them, but whatever, it's his event. Move at on. At least there's answers. Yes. yes. Uh, but but like I, I I got to the event and it, he was like, "Oh, you're the guy who sent me all those questions." And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "I hate you." I'm like, well, would you rather me ask him like a week ahead of time, or you get asked in the middle of round four yeah. while a bunch of people are staring at you, trying to you know frantically look through the the, the rules reference, trying to figure out if Kylo can K turn off the board and use pattern analyzer to get back on? I saw that one. Uh, that one crashed me. I was like, man, right? I wish you could do that. But <laughs> no, no, it's not going to be a thing. That's a no because we uh, said so, right? Pretty, pretty much, because like if. <laughs> If you read the wording and the rules, it looks like you can. Yeah, I know. That's what because I was reading. It, I was like, man, I, I kind of think you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like j- just just being able to, to to get that information ahead of time, I I think is really big. And then uh, I, uh, as as far as things that that are done right, uh, people think we we all uh like th- that the the community software people like all dislike each other uh-huh. uh, n- not true yeah uh, i i went to uh 
to the Adepticon system open two weeks ago and got to meet the the guys from Best Coast Pairings and uh, and that that event like that's a really nice piece of software. Yeah. Now, frankly, I think it's like six years too late. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why didn't this stuff exist a long time ago? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, using that was was really nice. And and frankly, if uh, they they they've got a few tweaks to to work out, but once once that really gets rolling, and same thing with uh with tabletop to i i know they, they do the the same sort of thing i haven't yeah. seen, gotten to see it i've started messing full with that. glory i've started messing with that a little bit and it's 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 a pretty neat i just like cause it's nice because it's a web interface so you don't have to download anything but um but yeah that's that's it's yeah. a really slick and interface the, they have though yeah those the, those groups are really doing a great job and and frankly if you if you can guarantee that you've got you know solid internet access at at your event and you've got a fairly large thing going on uh, you should probably be using that and you know not not cryodex like now cryodex is still going to be there as a very solid running non-internet necessary yeah. piece of software but you know it, the, the, those other guys are ramping it up really quick and they've they finally built the thing that you know me and sozin wanted to build you know five years ago yeah uh, so kudos to them i'm i'm really excited to to see where it goes Chris, that's I, something I, I, we. Go ahead. I was gonna say we, something we get we get asked about is is uh, from from our our tos that that run all of our CAC locals as well. Well, I've got my own software that I prefer, and you know, can I just do that? And and I try to explain that that CryoDex is what we use because it was built for our format. Yeah, you know, it well, was. And for, yeah, the, the, those other groups don't do. You know, you you can't do the the split into pods of eight, merge them back in, resplit. Yeah. Just because when like those those really big productions, mm -hmm. you you can't create those custom formats really quick. I mean, like uh, for for Crate Cup, they they needed you know custom software for that. You sure as hell aren't going to get one of those big companies to no. to sit down on an evening and slam you out your your own custom format, you know, yeah. and that's that, that's that's something that I like to do. Uh, you know, the, those guys chip chip me a little money for a case of beer that I sit there and drink while coating it. Very and, nice. <laughs> you know, that's that, that's just something I like to do. So having something small and very like able to be agile like that uh, is is something I like to do, and and that that's why I'm going to keep you know my software going. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of there's 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 so many different types of events, and there's always a place for the for 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 the different pieces of software. Really, like I'll always have mm -hmm. a copy of Cryodex on my computer, just because, like you said, I if if you don't have solid internet access, you can't really use you know you can't use tabletop TO or anything like that. So, you know, having something just kind of there to always have access to is is super convenient and. Um, and also knowing that it's stable and well written, and you know, I get I give mm -hmm. you a lot of props for that. It's a it's it's a it's a just a very functional, well oiled machine of a program. So, um, and yeah. all problems are user error. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> always. I, I, always I, I'm an I, I'm an IT I'm an IT guy. Trust me, they are all user error. I, I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, Chris, I wanted to ask you a question, mainly for me, just a uh, point of view of a judge on most events when you can't play and judge 
is it a difficult decision to make to say, well, I'll do a full-time judging? Or do you just go, yeah, nope, not a problem. <laughs> well, uh, th- this is one of those things that, that I find like really interesting on like a philosophical kind of thing. And uh, if you asked like Ian Hamp and Brent Wong uh, the, the same question, you'd get very different answers. Because th- those guys are TOs and judges at heart. Yeah. And they want to do that. They love to do that. That's their thing. Uh, me, I am primarily an X-Wing player. Uh, I, I I like going to these events and playing, and being a judge and watching other people play the game that I love uh, makes me sad. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The, 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 the big benefit of going to those, those big events is that you know I, I almost like just hanging out with the community uh, as much as I like playing the game. So, so that was something that, even though I'm judging, I'm still having a great time because of that. And w- when I started doing judging was because of Gen Con and Origins. I wanted to go to these big board game events because I like board games. Uh, I'm less of a, a tabletop minis guy, but I really liked board games. So I would volunteer for random board game companies to go to these events for free. Uh, and then you know I got big into X-Wing, and, it, and I said, hey, I can I can judge X-Wing. I'd like to volunteer for Fantasy Flight. Uh, so finally got into that, and it gave me an opportunity to go to events that I would never otherwise be able to go to just because my gaming budget isn't that high. So being able to go to Origins, Gen Con, essentially for free, even getting paid a little bit, uh, it was really awesome. And then they said, hey, do Adepticon. So I was like, I've never been to Adepticon. Let's go for free and find out. Cool. <laughs> and it was awesome. And then same same thing with Worlds. So I've, I've really enjoyed that. And uh, uh, there's, there's a much more deep and ridiculous conversation I can have. Uh, but essentially this year, I've added some into my gaming budget. And I am, I am actually starting to play a lot more and i've nice. i've really enjoyed it like I, I still get that that itch like like when i was going to ohio and that guy wasn't you know doing stuff and he was mm-hmm. like oh yeah i'm i'm gonna be judge of marshall i uh i i've only played like three games of x-wing since second edition but i can figure it out and i'm sitting there going i'll <laughs> like if you want me to i'll do it like i will drop and I will do this whole thing. Like, just <laughs> j- j- just let me know. Uh, but you know, I, I I got to play in that, and I had a blast. I got to play at Adepticon, which was my first event that uh, ever above a regional that, that I've gotten to play in, and that that was a blast. So I, I had a great time with that. How'd you uh, do? Uh, I went four and two. Got knocked out by Tyler Tippett in the last round. Oh, uh, wow. And, 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 and then he went on to win it. So essentially, I got second place. You would have won. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It was all the matchup. You know, you know, to win an X-wing tournament, it's, you, you got to have the. It's, it's all about the matchups you get throughout the day. It's like, <laughs> you get, you oh, get yeah. stuck and, across the table and, from Tyler Tippett, and you're, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And and I I faced like uh, phantoms all day long, and and I did fairly well. I uh, I only had one loss g- going into that that sixth round and and I'm like okay j- just got to get you know matched up against you know s- something I feel okay with and and all of a sudden I see Tyler Tippett and I was like I know he's flying four phantoms <laughs> and I know he's going to crush me j- just because who he is what he's flying I know he yeah. can do it well 
And, you know, I, I even got into one of those moments of, ooh, I caught him in a mistake. I got this. And it still just fell apart. Yeah. So, uh, but, like, f- playing against people like him are, are always, like, like, crazy fun. Yeah. Uh, and, like, m- most of the events that I've gotten to play in, you know, not judge and actually play in, it have been more local things. And our, our local guys aren't extremely competitive. Uh, so it's been really nice to get to some of these bigger events and, and really, you know, see, see, see what I can grind the axe against, you know? Yeah. What were you playing at Adepticon, by the way? Uh, Adepticon, I did, uh, the, the Rebel Beef, uh, so U-Wing with Leia, uh, three Z-95s, a B-Wing, and a Double Tap Y-Wing. Oh, nice. <laughs> So oh my that God. Is, it, it is tap. just so just much to chew through. Yeah, it's, a, it's just it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I didn't have I didn't have any games that I I lost all of my ships. Now te- technically my my two losses uh, I I did end up end up conceding, so they they all counted as dead. But we we got down to that point. I I was like, there is not enough time left to kill all your stuff. I need a break and a beer, so I'll yeah. concede now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mov be damned, right? <laughs> yeah, but every every other game like went to time just because it was it was such a slog to you know go through all that. It was crazy. It was a lot of fun to play though. Yeah, yeah. I was at the at the the Atlanta hyperspace trial this weekend, and um, it was I couldn't believe how many tide swarms were there. I was fully not expecting that so <laughs> um, yeah, they're getting popular again yeah they are and uh i ended up running into three of them in a row and uh that was just uh it was just a slog like you know like you know every match goes you know goes to time you don't you don't kill everything and <laughs> it was uh mm-hmm. yeah it was it's definitely it's it's to me it's amazing um how many ships people are playing now like just compared to the old 1.0 days you know it's seeing these like like anything under you know five honestly like four even kind of feels like you know you maybe not have enough ships <laughs> and uh right it's, like well, it's it, it's interesting to kind of see it come back around because i i remember like that that first cac uh we 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 had those those large ship counts and you saw uh uh pilot skill levels like mm-hmm. dropping to the floor because everybody would look at a ship and go do you really need those three upgrades or would you rather have another ship yeah uh and they, you know that was the conversation there until things started swinging back with uh w- with once you know fat han and 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 whisper really started taking over yeah it, it was it, it's it, it's interesting to see the the ebb and flow of of metas oh yeah i remember my first well I, honestly this you know this weekend was the first time I'd played against a tie swarm since the 2014 regional. And, <laughs> you know, I had not seen a full blown tie swarm on a table since then. Like it, it, it's that's, but it's, it's kind of cool how it's come full circle in that way. But, um, <laughs> so I know you do, you've, uh, you know, you, you've made the podcast rounds Chico and you've, you've, you've been on, you know, you said we might be your, your double digit, uh podcast <laughs> um yeah so and you were on you were on uh ocx there for a while right you were you were one of the one of the co-hosts yeah yeah so i wanted to know uh what's it like just trying to keep coach in check like <laughs> it's, oh, it drives you completely insane it's like <laughs> like like really uh th- there there were some weeks like uh you know we we'd have you know the the, the 
we we recorded on on Wednesdays, uh-huh. and you would have Monday, and you'd be like, "Hey, coach, what do you want to talk about this week?" And you're like, "I don't know. Let me think about it." And you know, like halfway through Wednesday, he'd be like, "Here, I got some. Here we go." <laughs> and like, "Okay, all right." You know, <laughs> then you just have no time to prepare. Yeah. You know, or you know, you, you would come up with something, and you'd have plenty of time to prepare, and then you'd get. To that night and it'd be one of those nights that that you know coach just goes on a bender and you're like well just uh i'll just hit delete on all these notes and uh just try to hang on yeah <laughs> so yeah it sounds I mean, like it's, our podcast <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it's it, it's definitely one of those shows that you know you you try to have you know a, a few bullet points of of here's some general things that I'd like to talk about. Yeah. But if you try to plan too hard, everything's gonna fall apart. Yeah. J- just because it's it's very much a a tangent driven kind yeah. of podcast. We, yeah. We don't have Joe on uh, today. Yeah. You, you missed the Joe experience he, tonight. Yeah. But. The Joe experience is <laughs> literally every five minutes. There's like, can I go on a tangent real quick? So, yeah. Uh, yeah we know that feeling for sure. We yeah. love Joe. We love ourselves, Joe. He make he makes the show fun. That's Actually, sure. him and him and Coach would have a really great time together. Those they, they those two would get to get, just get along fantastically, I think. But <laughs> yeah, like I, I I really enjoyed being on that that podcast because you know it, it was very much one of those that you you can just get on there and just have have fun shooting the shit uh, yeah. about just general X-wing things. I don't have to worry about you know it, it, is this combo that that I'm mentioning is it actually competitive mm-hmm. or is it just something fun to talk about? Yeah, and that that's what I really think that that community was was bringing together that we were we were kind of missing because you know we we had you know uh uh. Out of like the, the really big ones, you, you had Minox and Crates that that were you know spouting out what what they thought was the absolute best thing, mm-hmm. and you know bashing on you know negative play experience and all this stuff, and yeah. and uh, and then you have you know Gold Squadron that you know is it feels you know more like you're you're watching the uh, the news, yeah, uh, you know because they you know they're just getting you out information, uh, and I, I like having having something for for just people to get together and feel like you're just hanging out at a bar with a few beers and and just just talking x-wing yeah which like personally is you know one of my favorite things about going to events is just that that you know time between rounds or even after the day's done uh getting together just hanging out and just you know talking about the woes of the day when the dice screwed you and you know the things you're thinking about flying and like th- that's what what I really enjoyed about that that group. Yeah. Like l- less so the the hangovers on Thursday mornings, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do guess like I I uh I started listening to OCX last year sometime. It was before you started on the show and um and I, that was my that was my favorite part about it. I just it was it was such a loose show. I I I just enjoyed the uh the looseness of the conversation and I actually I actually really did enjoy it when you started on the show because, um, you know, there wasn't really any other podcast where you got that, that real like TO perspective. Um, and so it was kind of like whenever those rules changes or anything like that, like I would definitely, I would always like make sure I listened to, to OCX when you were on it. Cause I was like, Oh, I want to hear what Chico's got to say about this because you talk <laughs> about it in a way that most people don't. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, anyways, 
OCX. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we had a bunch of, you know, there were some more um, hyperspace trials over the weekend. Um, kind of got some interesting results here. Did you guys look at the uh, the one from Cardiff? Um, where Phil, uh, Phil GC went... Uh, Won six games in Swiss with uh, Guri and Fenrau by themselves. Yeah, just the, the <laughs> two-ship list. Yes. That is amazing. And, and like, I, I, I find that particularly awesome, like, personally, uh, because my uh, w one of my lists that, that I've, I've been off and on with is Fen, Guri, and a zealous recruit. Yeah. And, like, I love that zealous recruit. He's the most amazing blocker on the yeah. planet, I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, but just getting rid of that and all of the toys <laughs> that he could throw on those two ships, just yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty ballsy nuts. for sure. Yeah, and he and he yeah. already uh, he already came out with his blog post about it. So if uh, if you're interested, head over to such an X wing hipster and you can you can read about his his weekend with that list. But um, it, it's yeah, I mean just going out going with a two ship list these days, especially two small ships. Um, that can both pretty much pop really quickly if you if you aren't careful is just such a ballsy move. But <laughs> mm -hmm. but he's been doing it like week after week because didn't he? I think he did like a, like a Kylo quick draw list like last week or something like that. <laughs> um, so he's been on like this two ship list kick or something. But uh, but but to go undefeated in Swiss and then I think he made the, he made the top four. So um, you know it's a pretty damn good uh, output for for that. Um, so what else do we have in this uh, here? So the, the winner of this tournament was uh, Julian Hood with um, Anakin Skywalker with a Delta 7B, R2 Astromech, Ahsoka with Delta 7B and R2 Astromech, and then two of the Gold Squadron Troopers, which also kind of an interesting choice, um, you know, considering the, uh, the Republic seems to be so arc-heavy these uh, right now. Like, everybody's got, like, usually it's like a Jedi and, and, a, and, a, and a few arcs, so. Yeah, they should be, too, because, I mean, 42 points for the 104th is super cheap. Yeah. Um, so I am kind of surprised with this list, but, I mean, when you have the two Jedi kind of distracting, um, you know, way those Gold Squadron Troopers just getting free pot shots, mm -hmm. it's going to add up eventually, so. Yeah. Well, th this is a list that uh, I'm I'm trying to to find the uh, the submission for it on List Fortress, but the the Australians have been really on this uh, this uh, two Jedi and and two two of the the other little guys. I I, I haven't even flown these guys. I can't. The, the it's, it's hard to talk about. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. So Anakin, Ahsoka, and two golds, or yeah, uh, you know, so, some combination of that. Uh, th they've been pushing it uh, really hard, and I I find it really fascinating because it it seemed to me like like the general consensus around where I'm at is that separatists were were crushing you know the I uh, I uh, the the republic so. You know, I, I I figured it was just a matter of time for before somebody because there are so many abilities in in those those Republic ships that are like just things that that feel like they're on the verge of being extremely efficient. Mm -hmm. And you just had needed to figure out that right combo, that sweet spot, uh, and and get it in the hands of a really good player. Yeah. just to see what they could do especially anakin i mean An anakin is uh, he's one of those he's one of those ships that i think you're going to see a lot of like the like obviously the players who really like aces and who 
and who really like flying and pilot skill and that kind of stuff, are they're going to be taking Anakin because he he may be one of the best ships in the game as far as just pure maneuverability because being able to to, to double reposition without taking a stress um, is just at, at pilot skill six is awesome. Well, and, and with with this list, what what I think uh, like a lot of people are going to see this this list. Uh, up at the top and want to try it out. Yeah. I mean, like, spoiler, Chad. This is one of the lists I'm bringing that I want to try out. Uh, but, no, I've been uh, I've been flying two arcs and Anakin for a month now, or however there long. There you go. Bring right. it on. I love Anakin. Uh, you know, and as much yeah. as somebody when I started, I was very much against doing the the pre trilogy stuff, and I always said I wouldn't buy it, wouldn't buy it, and. Well, then I bought it, and now yeah, I, we're all sucking. Yeah, we're, I mean, there was, yeah. there was no chance we weren't going to buy it. You know, I, I, I said the same thing. <laughs> I waited forever, and then this Barnes & Noble BOGO thing, oh, and God. I was like, oh, oh yes, gosh. I'm going to jump in. Just, and I yeah. bought all the stuff this uh, last week. So, well, Hey, guys. Um, sorry to go. I've got, a, I've got a jet. I've actually got to head back into work for a little bit. Um, yeah, no problem. And uh, got to still get a few things around for uh, celebration heading up tomorrow, but I just wanted to say thanks for thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, no, I, thanks for coming on. I mean, we just it's been a pleasure, more, dude. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, and we just wanted to get more of the word out in the CAC. So thanks for coming. Oh, we really appreciate it. Uh, really do. Like I said, I we talked about earlier. I, I feel like you know this is kind of a transition year um, with with the the. Uh, second edition and and sort of some turmoil in the community but you know we're going we're going strong and i but i think that it's going to be up to up to the players to to keep it going and and to Mm -hmm. keep making it grow and and get stronger so i think we've done a great job getting something started but it's it's a community thing now and we're we're proud to be a part of it and see it grow through you know, through expanding locations and then doing challenge coins, adding that in. And then last year we added in the X-Wingo, which was oh, a yeah. lot of fun that we didn't talk about. And, um, you know, just keeping it growing. So, I, you know, to those of you that are listening that have been a part of this, thank you. Uh, hopefully you'll continue to, to make it a part of this, whether it's in Florida or one of our other locations. And, and I'm just I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it with you. All right. Thanks for thanks for coming out, man. Thanks. You guys have fun. Bye, Chad. Right. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll just we're just gonna go over a little bit more stuff here, Chico, and we'll wrap it up. But uh, yeah, uh, well, I I, I want to go back to my point I had. Yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, the, with the with these lists popping a lot, uh, popping up a lot more, and I I, I found the one from Australia. Uh, five of the top six lists all had Anakin Skywalker in them. Oh, so, I mean, they, they are big. <laughs> They're big on it, yeah. on, on those Jedi down there. But uh, I, th- these are going to take, like, this is a list that, that you really have to to wrap your head around the the, the right way to fly aces. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of people play them, like, super aggressive. But, like, the I I think people who see these and go, well, this is doing good, and they're just gonna pick it up and try it. Yeah. Uh, are are gonna be like super unhappy that they didn't practice enough. No. Because uh, yeah. like this is a list that's gonna need some practice, it, especially like I looked at it and I was like, R two Astromech, you're putting Regen on this yeah. thing, be, because like these are players that know when they get into a certain situation when to get the hell out, yeah. bail, like. 
know that they're going to have, you know, a shot or, or, or a, a, a turn or two without shots uh, that, you know, I can regen and mm-hmm. not worry about shooting and then come back in. Uh, like, I, I'm I'm even still trying to wrap my head around it. And that, that's why I'm going to kind of bring it up for the, the CAC booth, because I think it's it, it's a fun thematic thing. Throw that against some some droid starfighters mm-hmm. and it'll it, it'll give me a chance to, to kind of eyeball it as I'm as I'm playing with people yeah. up there. Uh, and and see like how it works and if I can <laughs> if I can crack the nut of yeah. you know ha- how these you know really good players are figuring it out yeah well it's another, fascinating go ahead Carlos uh, another good upgrade on Anakin is the R four P seventeen which helps you do that uh, boost or barrel roll uh, to get the line up the bullseye or line up the range one uh, to be able to remove the stress uh, so that was another good one to basically maybe you don't have that region but you have that you know, flexibility uh, after you do red maneuvers to be able to get your um, your uh, ability off. So, yeah, I think now if- do, do, do you think we're we're going to start seeing the like because there, there's so many Anakin's out there now and so many of these Jedi and all these Jedi aces, you know, they they have to make sure they're moving at the right time. Do you think we're we're going to see the the point? floor just like drop out and we're gonna see like 185 point lists you know with these jedi trying to move last <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised that's, that, that, that's like the next step i see yeah. coming yeah well <laughs> it's i mean you already see like well like phil g you know phil with this two ship list i mean he's got some ungodly like 23 point bid or something um and no got- it's it like uh that that one Oh, oh, Phil GC. I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. were talking about the the Anakin Ahsoka one because oh, no. because that one only has like like a a, a two point bid yeah. and which blows my mind. You're you're running around with an with an I six ace mm-hmm. at at a two point bid. Like yeah, ah, how are you managing this? <laughs> yeah, I mean the other thing you're seeing too is the um is uh oh it was in the Glenn Burney um hyperspace trial two of the um. The, the double Sith infiltrator list, Grievous and Dooku, uh, made the made the top cut, um, hmm. and I think they're you know those are both running at uh, I want to say right around a 10, eight to ten point bid depending at, slightly on loadout. Um, so y- you're starting to see some of these kind of I, I mean you you can kind of call this maybe like the old school combo wing thing or or, or whatever, but you know some of these ACR lists um, you know the infiltrators are a little bit different because obviously Dooku isn't really an ace, but the way his uh, the way his whole decloaking thing works, that's, you know, he, he doesn't really want to be an ace with the way his ability works. But <laughs> um, you're seeing, you do see the point bids on those for sure. I, I think in general, you're not seeing a ton of point bids, but on certain lists, it's like you better have one or or you're going to be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, so the, uh, the, the hyperspace trial that that, that I just uh, I just started looking at and I'm I'm really excited it's posted now is the Milwaukee one, uh, b- because like I I know a lot of the players you know uh, up here in this region so so Milwaukee has a lot of those names mm-hmm. so I was really excited to see what some of these guys could come up with because a, a lot of these guys are are people that you know I see some of those 
wacky lists that that pop up and all of a sudden start you know gaining something like you, you, yeah. you got nathan id up there he always brings something that only nathan id's capable of flying yeah uh and the, you know that there's a lot of these guys that do stuff that are that's just a little bit different i mm-hmm. uh, you know like nathan id w- went to the the top four you know nobody's surprised about that no and he he brought vader fell and two barrage rocket bombers yeah like I, I thought those were dead. But yeah, evidently they're back. And yeah. Well, they so, added, you know they added them into hyperspace. You know what it was like two, two, three weeks ago now, and Sunter as well. You know with the, um, the interceptors. So, and you're already seeing. So you see Nathan right. ID make top four with Vader, Sunter, and the, and the two scimitars, and then uh, Duncan Howard won the Glenn Burney one with Vader, Sunter, and Vermeil. Um, mm-hmm. and so you're already seeing, you know, you're already seeing Sunter back on the table, you know, as soon as people could get him in their hands. Um, uh, there's another guy here in Milwaukee. looks like Mike Jem with, uh, Sunter, Vader, Vermeil, and an Academy pilot. Um, so yeah, Sunter is already making him, making himself, uh, making himself seen, uh, you know, like two or three weeks into being available in hyperspace. Um, one of our, our friend, uh, Travis, uh, Travis Cooper won the, the Davy, Miami, Florida hyperspace trial with Sunter and, uh, and a mini swarm. Um, so he's he's already shown up again and a lot. So, which is, makes yeah, me that, happy. He was one of my favorites. And that uh, that Han Solo, uh, you know, uh, uh, inertial dampeners uh, trick that you know Nathan Idy showed us at the uh, at the Adepticon mm. uh, system open is is starting to to pick up. It'll be interesting to see how much that one pops up. Is yeah, is like that 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 Falcon by itself is like super good, and then you can just throw whatever flavor you know fits your play style yeah. with it. Well, like the the so winner, like, uh, yeah, the winner here in Milwaukee, Nick Tobin with um, Han Solo, Trick Shot, R two D two, Lando, and Inertial Dampeners, with Wedge, Predator, S foils, uh, Nora, Ion Cannon, Veteran Turret Gunner. Um, so there there it is right there. Won, won the tournament. Yeah, might, so I wonder good. If he, I wonder if he beat Nathan with his own trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be harsh. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it, it it doesn't have Keenan though, so I'm. Yeah. I I, I oh yeah. I, I wonder how. I wonder how it works. I don't know. Hmm. I have to see if there's some streams from that one. That's always uh, yeah. I always like to go back and look and see when you see like an an interesting list. Like go back and see how they flew it exactly. But. Right. So what uh, what uh, events do you have coming up that you're looking to go to? I know you said you're going to try and start playing more. What's the uh, what's the next oh, big event for you? Man, <laughs> yeah. So as as soon as I get done playing that, I don't think I have a competitive event until Gen Con, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, because uh, this weekend is the Indianapolis uh, regional or hyperspace trial. Yeah. Yes. I. Uh, They'll, they'll always be regionals to me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they'll be regionals and, again, or prime champions. They'll be, yeah, just, they'll right. still be regionals after that, too. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, so the, the the Indianapolis one is is this weekend, but, of course, I'm going to be at Celebration. Now, there is a tournament at Celebration, but it's it's only, like, like 40-something people, and it's first come, first serve. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm hoping to do that. I imagine it's like it, I'm. I'm. I guess I'm kind of hoping it's just going to be kind of a casual thing. But I, I. I know a lot of X-wing guys that are you know coming out for for the event. 
so I, I guess we'll see how many people are playing on it. But yeah. uh, so so I'm I am getting a day off uh, for, from the booth to to go and play some X Wing. There you go. And then I uh, the the next one that I would have going on is May the fourth weekend. Uh, there's a hyperspace trial in Illinois, but that's also uh, the the indie mini marathon. Uh, is is that weekend and the, the the damn crates got me into this this running thing oh yeah so <laughs> so I, I i'm doing a, a half marathon that weekend and that that was scheduled before Ooh. the hyperspace trials came out yeah uh and then the next weekend is a hyperspace trial in detroit but that is my wife's birthday as well as mother's day so yeah. I'm super, yeah. I'm yeah. super not getting out of the house. That's now. a double negative. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then the following weekend is CAC. Uh, but, but I think Chad has me, uh, judging for that one. But usually what I do is I'll set up a table next to the judge, uh, area and there's inevitably somebody with a buy. So, so I, I have them come over and, and just play me and just tell mm-hmm. them you get the win, <laughs> but I'm going to force you to play and entertain me, but we're probably not going to get to finish this because, you know, yeah. we're, I'm going to have to go answer questions and stuff. And, you know, so somebody will yell is like, Hey, Chico, you know, we, we need a judge call for, for an arc check. And I'm like, it's the CAC. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a die. Figure it out. Is <laughs> right, this obstructed? Right. <laughs> it's like, sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, like every every event, like up until then, I I, I feel like is just kind of, you know, t- just disappeared for me. But uh, af- after that, like my, my time opens up like crazy. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Luke, who who travels with me to to, to all these events, uh, he he's having a baby that's due like middle of May, so I'm sure his travel time is going to be next. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm I'm hoping to still be it able to, to to get out to some. Yeah. yeah, let let him know it gets better. Uh, my kid is now a little over a year, and uh, my wife planned a Gen Con trip for us and. We're leaving the baby behind, so I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. you you got to find a way to, you know, convince the grandparents. Yes, you can yep. handle a week with them. Yeah, let us yeah, get exactly. out and and get our sanity back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have to be adults <laughs> again. Uh, and we we just enjoyed it so much. I I, I think it was, uh, 2015 where I last went, um, and me and my wife went, and we had so much fun. Uh, we've been looking to go back every day, um, every day since, but you know, we got married and then we got pregnant and then we had a kid and it was just like, it was always an excuse not to go. Uh, we found the excuse to go this year. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I can swing it. I've got, uh, uh, a guy who, who runs X-Wing tournaments in the evening at Gen Con uh, I, I'm going to help him run some of his events and that gets me a badge and then I'm going to crash with some friends so hopefully I can still go on the cheap there you go. keep my, my gaming budget you know, still still intact a little yeah. bit and be, hopefully be able to to actually you know play in the Gen Con tournament, I mm. think that'd be awesome 
Yeah, Gen Con's a Gen Con's a rougher one for for us. Just it's a big trip from Florida. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. Uh, I've done it a couple times. I did it in 2015 and 2016, and um, it was it was a fun trip, but it was uh, it was a lot. And and I, it's also hard because it it kind of butts up against Dragon Con, which is a which is a thing I go through every year. Um, so uh, you know it's it's tough get, get doing two of those big trips basically within a month of each other. So. <laughs> Yeah, Gen Con is is big enough of other things that going to it for only X Wing, it like to to me just seems crazy. Yeah, like uh, unless you know you're one of those extremely high up like top tier players, mm-hmm. uh, going to it for just X Wing, I'm like, uh, there there are a lot of other tournaments you could go to yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I when i went last time i played um armada x-wing and ia um okay so i kind of spread it out that way a little bit it was also the year that they were doing the destiny uh previews so that was pretty cool um hmm. getting to uh try out destiny for the first time which i've which i play that somewhat now too as well but not as uh, i mean x-wing is the main game by a by a long shot but um but probably destiny after that so I'm strongly considering, um, you know, there ever is an application process for that, uh, helping judge the event because, uh, like you said, uh, Chico, there's just so much more else going on. Um, I still want to be involved in the X-Wing, uh, as I can, but I'm going to be doing everything else. So maybe for like the main event, I'd like to, uh, participate in, but everything else is just so much more fun. Um, yeah, I, part of that. I'm I'm gonna send you the name of the guy you need to get in contact with. There's the guy. Talk to that Excellent. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I'm, I, I I'm just like you. I'm always in that mindset where I'm like, am I gonna play or am I gonna judge? Um, most of the time I pick playing, <laughs> and then regret it. Because it was at the one tournament where I actually got reached out and they said, do you want to to the regional? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then my friends convinced me like, come on, play, you can do it. And I was like, all right, fine. I finished ninth place on a top eight cut. I was so pissed. <laughs> so pissed. Because I was like, I missed out on everything. I missed out on all the prizes that I wanted. I missed out on even trying to win the event. So I was just like, I should have just judged it. I would have gotten everything I wanted. <laughs> so yes. I blamed I, all my friends. <laughs> I know I'm going to get itchy because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing the, the hyperspace trial in Jacksonville. Um, we don't have an official date set. It's in season two, so coming up at some point. But it's going to be weird for me because that will be the first event I've ever judged that was so big that I couldn't play in it. So, um, uh, so I'm definitely judging ours for yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's oh, spoiler alert! Get your fun on is also getting one. Uh, yeah. Space Trial. Yeah, in season two. So yeah. So those are all things on the horizon. But um, all right. Well, Chris, I really want to thank you for coming on. It's been uh, it's been a great time talking with you. And it's uh, been a blast. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up now, but uh, appreciate it. And, you know, if you ever want to come back, just let us know. So we're, we're always uh, down for whatever. So <laughs> yeah, n- n- next time when, maybe when they, they finally get this, this, uh, this rules reference that they said would be out two weeks ago, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll come my. on and give you that, that unique rundown. Oh, really. we would love the Chico breakdown on the new rules reference. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you later. Thanks a lot.